Welcome back to the Price Fall Podcast. This is Mike. We have quite the party crew here. This is uh, episode 109, and we are with the Sport Life Distribution sales team. I'm going to allow everyone to go around and quickly introduce themselves, but we, uh, on episode 102, had Michael Rossman on, and at the end, we decided to um, bring in the sales crew and kind of talk about trends that are happening in the industry. You guys are the feet on the street talking to a lot of the store owners, a lot of the, the brick-and-mortar shops. You know what's hot. You know what's coming. You know what energy drinks people are drinking and gravitating towards. So we want to talk about the trends and then get into what Sport Life's up to uh, this uh, th yeah, this fall. So welcome aboard, everyone. I'm not sure. Dylan, do you want to just go first, like quickly, really quickly introduce yourself and what area you're in? And then I think we should kick it off by what we're drinking right now. Yeah. So uh, my name is Dylan. Um, I uh, am a regional sales rep or a national sales rep here at Sport Life. So I handle like the West Coast uh, right now, uh, as well as Florida. So I, I live in Florida um, near our Florida distribution center. But uh, but yeah, I handle kind of the West Coast and Florida for us. What's going on, guys? I'm Sammy. Um, I've been with Sport Life for about two years. I handle kind of all around national sales manager as well as with Dylan, um, more Midwest than anything, uh, Nebraska, uh, up there in Indiana, stuff like that. And uh, just killing in sales every day as much as I can. Oh, my bad. I was drink I'm drinking some Rise Fuel right now uh, with a little bit of water and my nice Finiflex ice shaker here. And I'm not going to lie, when I'm drinking, I'm drinking water, but my main go to. We are bringing in the brand Gorilla Mind. That's uh, some good news coming in. So I stick, I love Gorilla Energy. So stay by that. And more on that later too. I want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And that was a rice Kool-Aid, huh? Tried and true. While the watermelon bang. <laughs> so that's Jordan there. For those listening on the auto feed, he's holding up a bang. <laughs> we don't sell them, but Never change. I still drink them. Um, now my name's Jordan. Uh, I do, I've been for over 24, 25 years working up North, pretty much anything from North Carolina up. I'm from Long Island. So that's always been my stomping grounds. So that's pretty much what I do. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, welcome everyone. Uh, so I was super stoked to be talking about this because we were talking with Michael on the podcast, you know, we watch a lot on the internet and we obviously have boots on the ground. We go to a lot of places, but I I'm super stoked to like with a new distributor, like, like sport life, you guys see a lot, you're dealing with a lot, uh, just talking about like, even just like gorilla mode coming in and stuff like that. Like the, the times are changing. I'm kind of excited to see, um, kind of talk about trends, talk about, see what you guys are seeing and, and what you're expecting over the next year. Um, Mike, did you want to start with any specific question or anything? Do you have any ideas? No, I think we, uh, honestly, I thought it was going to start with just talking about energy drinks. It seems like that's always a hot topic. Michael went on record saying no more energy drinks from brands, but I don't think anyone's going to listen to that. Um, but if we want to start with Gorilla, that might be a good way to go. So has there been, I, I'm guessing, has there been a lot of people walking, a lot of consumers walking into stores asking for this brand? Yes. Or okay, so like, how, how does that? How, tell me, like, how does that all work? It all starts. It all started with social media, and people going to the stores. The stores are, are asking, and then how does Sport Life get involved? I guess basically, um, I mean, we require. Like, I kept uh, asking. I was like, "Hey, is there any way we can get Grill Mine?" You can ask. You can ask Jordan. I kept begging for it. Jordan didn't even know at the time what Grill Mine was until I kept telling him. And then he started getting asked about it because we deal with the most stores um, here at Sport Life, and. Then we just started noticing customers kept asking, hey, can you get Gorilla Mine? Uh, no, man, I, I don't have access. I don't even think they do distribution, but maybe you could try going direct. Then we started finding out um, Gorilla Mine started taking accounts direct. Um, you know, big sales and order minimums were crazy. And not a lot of stores are going to be able to obtain that. So uh, being, with that being said, you know, uh, somehow through the grapevine, thank you, whoever uh, linked us to them. I don't really know who, but they reached out to us. 
and uh, they inquired us and it was actually a blessing in disguise. And then we just keep every day we get asked about Gorilla Mind, Gorilla Mind, Gorilla Mind. So yeah, I there was a bunch of uh, we, we announced recently that they they've been increasing their wholesale and we had a bunch of stores complain when they were going direct that like they had to buy like a whole uh, pallet or shipping is expensive, all this different stuff. And that's the, that's the that's the the reason that you go to distribution, right? That's that's the, that's that's the strength is that small brands can now order. I don't know what your minimum order, but like if a small brand wants to bring in Gorilla Gorilla Energy, let's just talk energy drinks. Like, what's the the uh, minimum they have to order through Sport Life? Three units. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. The the trend is, man. the The issue is a lot of times, like Sammy. I mean, Sammy being a professional bodybuilder as well. You know, I'm a professional drummer, so I don't do that. But bottom line, we're talking apples and peanuts. And Sammy talks to a lot of people, which is awesome. It's very valuable to the company. Respect that he, you know, he talks to a lot of other professional bodybuilders and a lot of other influencers and stuff like that. So he starts to hear about these lines, and then he'll sometimes I'll bring certain things to customers. Like I'm, I love to sell a lot of snacks. Where Sammy hears all about a lot of different, like some of these high end brands. I'm like, who, then who's this? Basically, in a nutshell, what happens is the trend is is that 20 years ago, customers are immediately calling you for a line. Now, customers will go directly to the brand, trying to make us the middleman, trying to cut us out. So a lot of times they think that the end-all be-all is buying direct from the brand where the strength, of, like you said, Ben, you said a great distributorship was that, hey, we're going to be able to obtain the line if they're open to us. And then, hey, you know, these three or $4,000 minimums, not 90% of stores are not going to do that right now, you know? So thankfully... Um, a line like that is coming to us and more, you know, like the alpha lines and rises of these people are seeing the value in bringing us in and being able to help the specialty market with these things. And uh, with Jordan saying that, like, that's the thing. Like you guys said, like, what's the new trend going on? It's these, I like to call them the young LA brands. You know what I mean? They, it's the brands that really collab with young LA, those influencers. And that's what kids want. They want the wrecked. They want the gorilla mode. They want the gorilla nitric. They want those products because, you know, Kids their age that are lifting up their shirts in the gym and taking selfies are what's going on. And dude, at the end of the day, a store can sell whatever they want, um, but the customer is sometimes going to come in there for that product, and you're not going to be able to sell them something else. We all know that. I hope so. So like, and it's cool. We're blessed that these brands want to work with us, you know. And we're blessed to give these these stores these things. And I understand, you know, stores. It more and more brands are coming out. More and more energy drinks are coming out, but. I mean, it's a brand that has a high demand, and when you want to, when it has a high demand, you should definitely bring it in. You know. Yeah, I mean, when the I think the brand, I'm sorry. No, well, I was gonna say, I think the big shift too is like back in the day, brands would start with distributors. Like going to a distributor to get your yeah. your brand in in a store was actually where you would start to get exposure. Nowadays, that you know, brands are social media, everything like that. So they're actually starting with big direct to consumer business on their website first, and then they're realizing like, well man, servicing all these retailers is kind of hard also, you know, like that's a, a whole nother thing that, you know, a, and some brands can do all of it. They can service stores, service um, direct to consumer, but that's so you kind of see that weird shift where they're starting direct consumer first, then they make their way to distribution and try to figure out that retail wholesale um, kind of part of the business. Yeah, I think that for a lot of brands, like finding your strength and like what you can do well, like, you know, a lot of brands will be able to do wholesale if they have a, a great warehouse team and they understand pricing and shipping and they have the right partnerships. But if you don't, if you're all three PL, if you're, you know, trying to bootstrap it, I would rather deal with sport life or someone who can just handle all of that wholesale for me. And we have those stores that just want to deal with us, you know, that order almost every brand. I mean, some, 
I mean, Dylan, Jordan, Sammy, like myself, we all have like stores that are putting five, six KPOs and, you know, ordering across boards, snacks, drinks, um, pro dry goods, everything you can think of on top of it. And if we can be that one-stop shop, get close to pricing that's close to direct or at least manageable, that'd be awesome, you know? So that's why I think like that's where the relationship and the industry is evolving in that standpoint. Well, these new brands too, guys, another thing too that you have to note, and I've had this this conversation ad nauseum the last couple of weeks. Everybody's like, what's the margin? I said, when it comes to lines like this, the margins unfortunately could be irrelevant because here's the thing. The person that's coming in that store is 18, 19, 20 to 25 years old who is living on TikTok, who's living on social media. And the unfortunate, here's the thing, it's unfortunate in other avenues in life, but for our arena, it's great for the fact that they're coming in for that specific product. So for instance, Alpha Lion is a great example. Some of the influences they have, we're talking young, just good looking dudes, man. In shape, natural, the whole nine yards, right? Some 18-year-old kid comes in, I need, I want Supreme. You're not going to sell him anything else. And if you don't have it, he's walking out. So I tell these guys, look, regardless of what the margins are, you're going to have to start pivoting and start bending a little bit to bring these lines in because that's what these people want. Yeah, and they're able to generate demand for this. Like, you know, we've seen over the last, uh, you know, decade, there's obviously a lot of brands that have pulled all the right levers, made the greatest products, done all that stuff. But it takes the brand having the actual demand to shuttle foot traffic into store for all of these things to come together. Like a lot of brands that came out with, you know, the, the biggest pre-workout scoop or the best margin or whatever. But if there isn't a consumer coming in to buy it, then it's it's pretty much worthless. I, I was going to joke before, like the owner of Gorilla Mind has literally been on the Joe Rogan podcast. Like that kind of demand and foot traffic. That just blows up, bro. Y- yeah, you, you can't. You can't uh, put that on a supplement facts label as, as much as, you know, no. we all want to just be able to make the best pre-workout. Like that demand is is necessary. And I'll be honest, their formulas are fucking awesome, dude. I mean, I li- I love this fucking product. Gorilla Energy, they're t- they're, I, I don't know what they're doing with this exact product, if they're going to keep it. But it's 180 milligrams of caffeine anhydrous. You got Kana in there. You got uh, Uriah Gerancis. And it just kicks, man. You just get going in one. I dry scoop that shit and I'm ready to fucking go. <laughs> No, but Sammy, like I, I was love. actually going to ask when you had been. So as it stands right now, this is August 23rd, 2023 actually, on your website. Nice. Gorilla Mind is not yet on your website. So you kind of made a pre-announcement. Are you when is it going to become a more official that about a week? Oh, OK. Week. So, yeah, by yeah. the time we get this published, it'll pretty much be up now when there have been a lot of requests for Gorilla Mind. Kids coming in, ask for Gorilla Mind. What is there a specific product they're asking for? Is it the energy drink? Is it the, Gorilla Mode, the energy drink and Gorilla Nitric? Oh, okay. Gotcha. And that's what you had mentioned. Okay. Um, yeah. Cause in general, like a lot of companies lead with lead with the pre-workout, but we're obviously seeing that kind of shift a little bit with energy drink as well, but there's only so much cooler space here. Like I was able to, have. um, just kind of like being a pound when I talked to our Aram's our purchaser, he's an amazing dude. And, um, he does a lot for our company and stuff, dude. I got on the phone with him. He called me right away. He knew I knew what I wanted to order. I was like, 36 of this, 36 of this, 48 of this, 72 of this. Let's get this. Let's get this This warehouse, this this warehouse. And I, I plugged in the POs right away because we know we're going to sell it. it. It hits the door. Even if the store just wants it to put it on the shelf, it'll bring the customer. It's good for the stores, too, because it'll bring the customer in the store. It's a great brand. I think it's going to go very far for us, especially I think it's going to be in line with Alpha Line. I have a high, I have a high interest because Alpha Line, we sell like crazy. What do they yeah, say, I, Sammy? Something like 20 million impressions per month or something they had, something yeah, crazy. So, like, that's a big deal. And, 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 and again, 
We'll talk about other lines as well, but it's the lines that are doing that that are really making it happen. You know what I mean? And I still love the lines that still do the... I'm old school, man. I'm older than most of the guys at the company. I still love the grassroots approach. I still love the guy that walks in the store and sells a guy a case or something. But we know that it's like snail mail, right? You can reach somebody email real fast. It takes four days to get a letter to them. So the social media aspect is where it's at, man, with these guys. So uh, we have not talked about Alphaline in a long time. But uh, back like 2018, 2020, like we were talking about them all the time. I know you guys uh, were. I still yeah. hear it all the time. We used to listen to podcasts. It, it, they, I mean, I love Jordan. I love it's the whole team. Like everyone there is there's awesome. We just kind of been out of touch. Uh, and I think they've really, they went very hardcore direct. Like their, their digital marketing, they took off like crazy. Like their, their funnels are incredible. What have you guys seen over the last few years from them? Because they were an awesome company in 2020, but they went like very like digital direct strong. And that seems like it's worked out for their wholesale, ironically. To be honest, Lee, the levels to this shit, I like to say, it's like a song for me. It's like you got Superhuman Pre, you got Superhuman Supreme, they got Superhuman Extreme. They had that back then in 2018, 2018, I think their only pre was Supreme. Am I correct? They had a lot of different versions of it. Like we're always doing little little limiteds, but yeah. 100%. So when they did that and they diversified it, and these the one thing that makes them stand out, some are, it's a hit or miss, but the pre-workout like flavor of the month, the POM they call it, like it's insane. Sometimes like strawberry, like strawberry supersets, like uh, strawberry swole slasher in the protein, fucking bananas, dude. When we sold it like crazy. Me and Sammy oh. sell out of that stuff in twenty minutes. Him and I alone in exactly. one warehouse. We're competing minutes. on odds and ons. I'm like Jordan, can I get twenty four of this? You take you take it from that warehouse. <laughs> we'll like literally trade off because it doesn't stay in stock. Once we send that blast or once we make that call, it's done. It's on. That's where I see it with this brand. They're they're just doing so good, especially they're reaching out to the public, like the the I call it. I think they have a, a stack called online called the bot the dad bot stack, and it's superhuman burn, Craven's killing, and night burn. And I think it's also superhuman muscle or superhuman test, one of the two. But dude, I sell twenty fours, twelves, like all day of that. Even a little mom and pop store, they're yeah. buying like twelve, uh, three of each flavor of the superhuman burn. That's not logical. Usually they're only buying like one, one, so two like, of this, yeah. It's crazy. So you yeah. sell stacks via wholesale? Yeah, we sell, I even sell stacks to wholesale. They'll buy four at a time because they sell it at a bundle the same way Alphaline sells it on their website. Hey, Mike, to, to, to answer part of what you were saying, you were asking, you were saying, how, what are, you, what are we seeing? Well, I love it. It's like the guys from DOS Labs. They're awesome dudes. We got to hang out with them at their sales meeting, playing golf with them and stuff. And I was talking to him and he said, guys, we're a, we're a marketing company, man. We, that's where we excel. We crush it. Like they are so good online. You know, people take the items that the consumer decides for themselves. If it's good, great. If they give it a thumbs up, if not, they don't buy it again. Right. It's pretty obvious. Snake oil is not going to work in the industry. People can tell. But again, with, with Alpha Line, same thing, man. The digital market is so savvy with it, man. So again, that's what the that's what the stores are seeing. They're reaping the benefits from it because they are they're making good items, but their focus is that marketing, the online marketing. So if you're if you're cruising TikTok, Instagram, I even see it on Facebook when I get in there and everything. Lots of Alpha Lion ads. A lot of times, though, that translates. I, I guess I didn't fully understand that that translates to people walking the stores still asking for it oh, as well. They're not. Dude, Absolutely. So and it's mostly because they just want it now. They could they'll just get out in their car and go. Literally, like, hey, do you have the new uh do you have the new Supreme Bubble Triple? Boom. They want it, man. They want yeah. it right away. And it's the same thing with like 
I mean, now we're on the trend with Alphaline. It can be Alphaline can release and dude, even a simple pre workout. You saw Mania, Superhuman Mania, I think it's called. Is it, it stores didn't know it was an Amazon exclusive. I didn't know it was an Amazon exclusive. I was begging Aaron, Aaron, 24, 24, 24, 24, 32, whatever we need to buy. And Aaron's like, no, that's an Amazon exclusive. And they said it, but stores were still asking for it. That's because customers are coming in. They don't want to order it from just Amazon. They want to get it that day. And sometimes, yeah. obviously, from Amazon, you can't get it that day. It's just it's just crazy. Just a simple pre-workout with creatine monohydrate and 200 milligrams of caffeine can get them wild off their pants. Something that I like that Alphaline has been able to do is they, they operate like a small business. They're very nimble. Like the pre-workout of the month thing, like the thought that a large brand is doing a different pre-workout every single four weeks, like that's – that's not easy when your your turnaround time from a contract manufacturer is like eight to twelve weeks. Correct. But they're able to do like very nimble moves, and that creates a lot of hype for you guys. Like that, I mean, that kind of turning on those flavors, I assume, is a good thing for you guys. Oh my god, it's a fucking amazing, dude. I mean, some days we're walking out of the warehouse doing 30, 40 grand in one day, you know, and it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. It's, honestly, I thank Alphaline so much for the opportunity they give us. You know. Yeah. You so are they coordinating with you? Like, so you know that their their Instagram ads going live on, you know, like whatever, August 23rd today. You've already got it in stores, hopefully, like really shortly. Yeah, actually. It's literally like sometimes we even have it before some of the stores, like some of the direct, because they obviously have direct customers and we don't want to poach that. So we want to make sure, because we, we stay, we're, we're their partner at the end of the day. And we sometimes get it before the stores do or sometimes before the, even the reps can sell it. They're so efficient with us, it's insane. And they tell us when to launch and when to post and when to talk about it. This is kind of like a, a gripe of mine that I have with like smaller brands that like the second they get that product in from the contract manufacturer, they gotta put it on their website and start selling it. But I appreciate a brand that can like plan ahead. Like have the product in the warehouse, have it at the distributor, have it at 3PL, whatever it is that you're doing, and plan out the launch so that when it does go live, everything's right like that. Well, Ben, the big problem with that too, and you know this as well, is that you've seen this in years. So great examples of some of these companies that make snacks, right? You know, there's only so many companies that have extrudes, right? So we've ran into multiple issues in the past, in, in the last, I've seen the last 26 years where these companies would, again, you'd have a giant like a detour back in the day, which we know they were golden, like you were golden nuggets in a box, right? Couldn't hold on to them. No, my they had to buy like th th whoever had the biggest wallet. Those are the guys that won the line time. So again, you got a company like like a rise, like some of these guys that are that are really knocking it down and, and doing the digital media and everything they're supposed to be doing. They these guys, if that is the case, and they're having to wait for the line, they're going to be pushed up to the front to get this stuff made. I have to imagine that still is how it's working with some of these guys. Yeah, yeah, line time is difficult, especially RTDs. Like you're mentioning that. Uh, Super it is a little ridiculous that so many people are coming out with a new RTD every single moment. I'm seeing one pop up every single day. But that's been going on for like, shoot, that's been going on for three, four, five years now. I mean, it just seems like it's constant because you've seen a couple RTDs come and go pretty quick. Um, so, yeah, you've it's it's kind of one of those constant things that brands are going to want to see if they can get one to stick. Because if you get it to stick, you know, it, it can it can be a very beneficial thing for you. I do have another uh, thing I've always wanted to bring up. I know this is like kind of steering off topic, but I know another brand that's going to come up off the woodworks. I think it's going to really blow up the wholesale industry. I think Morphogen Nutrition is really a, one that's going to come up next. I have a big, strong feeling because I actually just bought their Cognigen. I'm a very big fan of that. <laughs> we were oh, joking with Ben, so I, I just took it for the first time this morning. And <laughs> What'd you think of it? it okay, so obviously there's a high dose of teacrine and it's stuck to the tongue a little bit. They did a good job with the flavoring. I did the... Uh, 
the sherbet flavor. So the sherbet. Yeah. I, so I liked it. It's the stuff works like flat out. So I like to drink coffee in the morning still. It's mm-hmm. my, my morning jam, but I love the idea that it's got a lower dose of caffeine, a bunch of extra goodies, dude. I, I, I told Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And so I told Ben, I'm like, dude, this stuff works. Like, and so I think it's a perfect product for a morphogen type customer. As long as people know you're going to get a Ben Hartman formulation, which is going to possibly have some weird stuff going on, such as like, you know, you're an ingredient that's tough to flavor with. If you're willing to deal with that, you're going to get effects that you're not generally going to get from like, uh, you know, a standard, um, uh, no offense to Alpha Lion, but their stuff always tastes perfect, you know? And, and so this with morphogen, you're going to get some effects because he's going to dose things in the way he likes it. And sometimes it's not going to taste the best. I, I, I couldn't be happier with how it turned out. What do you think? I think Sammy's the consumer for morphogen, like pro bodybuilder, like is willing to taste something a little bit worse, but you'll feel it. hundred percent. I've been a fan of morphogen for a very long time. More of a brain. I, that was the first one product. Like I heard about him long before I was ordering his products for a while. I mean, I think he's the guy's great dude and i actually approached him on instagram i was like hey could we do some distribution with them because i know i can move the fuck out of that brand dude you put that in my hands i'm gonna move it well and you know what's cool you know what's cool and and mike sorry not to cut you off i was just gonna say to ed what's cool is that i just got a couple calls the other day you're gonna bring a morphogen so it's funny we're talking about this but then you guys are talking like these guys have been around a minute so like what people need to understand is these guys man have been in the woodworks trying to make stuff happen for the last three four years you know, just to finally get notoriety in some of these stores. Yeah. Uh, but again, like someone who knew their limits and knew what was like, they knew how to hold back just enough so they weren't overextending themselves. Because we've seen, I'm sure you guys have seen a lot of brands like overextend themselves or like get those growing pains. And then you have problems with cash flow. You can't keep ordering, keep, keep stuff in stock and keeping stuff in stock. I mean, clearly Sammy's mentioned like six times already, like getting that stuff in the warehouse, getting it from the manufacturers, the di- most difficult thing. So if you overextend yourself, that's going to be difficult. But this year they just launched wholesale. So you're saying you're going to bring in morphogen into sport life. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like Mike Rossman will listen to what we what we ask for. I mean, I mean, if I'm going to pledge it, I'm going to move it. I'm not going to let it sit. And I know we can move it, especially even if it's expensive. Stores are going to come in. Customers are going to buy it. It's going to be the next brand that's going to blow up to that bodybuilding, not just bodybuilding, also those nerdy type people that really want those precise dosages. Like, I'm sorry, you don't see one scoop with 3,000 milligrams of tyrosine in there. I'm sorry, you don't. No, it's a lot. One and then two scoops. You see three. Now I don't even see three thousand milligrams. Well, the previous also, three were going ten grams. So I, I, I think part of the part of the issue is that Ben will formulate things so so intensely that in order to like for everyone to get margins and stuff, it would cost way too much money. So uh, you have to get crafty with it. I think he's kind of refining the process where everyone can win. Like Cognigen, um is such a unique product, and I've only taken it once. So, but it's such a unique product. This ginseng, it's in there, um, dude. Or is it ginger? The g- engine. Ginseng, the engine. Yeah, the ginseng. Anyway, it, it, yeah, it's such a unique product that it's going to, he's going to be able to win with it, I think. Now, the question, Sammy, is you're going to be able to get this into stores, but I don't know if Morphogen has like a zillion people walking into stores asking for it. So what's the next step? Like you. So I, you guys know Sean Spraka, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best dude around. Yeah. I, I hands down is one of my favorite customers to work with and also a good friend of mine. If you see he's moving a shit ton of Morphe pump, he's moving a shit ton of their EAAs, he's moving shit. People or kids are buying it. I don't know what he's selling it. I haven't really been paying attention. I can add, he would tell me what he's paying and stuff like that. He's very transparent with that. And I think at the most part, I think 
we're going to be in line. I think Ben would be making it a good decision to put it in line with us. You know what I mean? It's a loaded question, though, too, Sam, because you know as real as I do that where certain things will fall off the shelf. And like, well, hey, let's, let's be realistic. Ten years ago, you couldn't go wrong with having C4 in your store, right? Every single customer, and still most of my customers carry it because it's, it's, it's a legacy brand, right? Anything that's usually 10 plus years is a legacy brand, right? These store owners are getting smarter. The ones that actually are looking to make money and to keep getting residual sales, they are actually getting off their stool and actually say, hey, dude, I know you like XYZ, but let me show you what I just got. This stuff's ridiculous. They're getting smarter. They're getting more knowledgeable. They're having to dig more into ingredients and understand truly because years back, some guys were good at it, but not many really knew everything that was going on to the prop land, right? So now these guys are really getting more educated or women are getting more educated and legitimately trying to sell products in their store harder than they have before. Thanks, Jordan. That's kind of what I was asking is because I don't think enough people off the street know Morphogen just yet at least. But if I was a store owner and you came in asking for a nootropic, I'd be like, well, if you're willing to take like an eight out of 10 on taste and you want to get your face right. knocked off That's true. and you, you can drink approach. it alongside your pre-workout and uh, or fat burner or energy drink or coffee, like you got to try this Cognigen. Like, so I so think it has that's to be what, more of like the store. It has to be the store owner's approach pushing it rather yes. than kind of making its name. That's what I should answer that. My bad. No, that's cool. Well, okay. And so is that part of sport life's job then? Are you saying, Hey, this is, you know, we have this new brand. It's not a new brand. It's a new brand to us, possibly a new brand to you. Um, they've been around for a while, but you're going to have to push it a little bit. Like, do you so, have that conversation with stores? Yeah. So basically I have a conversation. Jordan has a conversation. Dylan has a conversation. We sell the product. We don't just order take our job at sport. Like Mike Rossman, Jeremy, the guys, they, they don't like that. You don't just order take you tell them what you have new. Cause most, some stores, they ask you what you want new. people like me and Jordan, that don't shut up. They just want to keep talking and talking, talking. That is a truth. That is true. We, like. <laughs> we don't shut up. And when I was with him at the golf course, Jordan wouldn't shut up. I wouldn't shut up. We just kept going on and on and on. And people would just tell us to shut up, you know? So at the time being, it's like, we want to, we want the stores to succeed, but we also want to sell something that we like as well, that we know that's going to do it. And if it sells for the store and they're, they tried themselves, they like it. They're going to want to buy it again. Their customers want to want to buy it again. And then it would just be repeating sales. And that's kind of what Jordan was talking about too, because it's it's crazy. The whole United States could be totally different. You know, like a, a brand like that could sell really well in the Northeast, but just be atrocious in Florida or California. Like, you know, so with us having national distribution, that's what really helps because you can see where, you know, maybe a brand doesn't have a stronghold in a certain area in the country, but we can help distribute it out there and get it. Maybe their warehouse is based in Delaware or Georgia and can't they just have no presence out in California like that's it stuff as as us sales reps you know we can help with and and promote that to these other brands who might not get the geo targeting or get the the marketing because they're not in that you know maybe the brand's only marketing kind of in this half of the country and not the other half so it's just kind of like those things where we can come in and help uh you know with that kind of knowledge and, and distribute it across the entire country so that was actually a question I was uh we had talked about with Michael is talking about geographic di uh, differences. So I'd love to hear if you have any trends. I know you guys are mostly national and on the east side and everything, um, but I'm kind of curious. Like we've talked about Morphogen. We, you know, Ben Hartman's so, in, uh, he's in Ohio, but we have, we've talked about Alpha Lion. I would guess they're more west coasty. I don't know. Like so. No, that uh, is no. 360. That is every freaking hey, state. 360 Alpha okay. Lion. Yeah. 360. But you know what's a big west coast brand? 
if we're talking about it, is Panda. Yes. Based off, like, we see that is very West Coast. We, to, we introduced it to the East Coast, like Jordan has. I have, you know, a little bit of Midwest, but it is a very big West Coast brand. And Game those are just insane. Do you have any yeah. reasoning for that? Or is that what they're targeting? Or well, I think they're just, their demographics over there, man. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of their, they don't have a lot of influencers. I just think the way their marketing is going and the way it's targeting, I think it's going a lot to, you know, the West Coast, Vegas, uh, California, especially in California. I mean, California, they buy a crap ton. Well, you look at Mervad, right, too, where that was my, see, like, again, from just me doing this for so long, this company here, I've been with Sport Life for about two years now. It introduced me to the fact that I was so I wasn't out of the loop with supplements because I've always sold them. But what brought me into the loop more was that this company we actually had higher ticket items. I'm like twenty eight bucks for a pre workout. Who's gonna freaking spend that kind of money? I was wrong. When the customer was saying seven twenty four, mix up the flavors. I'm like, okay, there's something to this. But Mervad over there and those guys do a great job. Taste is outstanding. Mixability, everything seems like it's micronized. It's not clumpy. Pump is a little bit thicker because, you know, the glycerols and all that stuff. But I will say this. His pre's, his packaging is so sexy. He did something difficult. It's like somebody would think a panda bear in there is goofy. I, I even thought first, I'm like, who's going to buy something with a panda bear? Then I saw the packaging. I'm like, I get it. This is his MO. This is what they do. As things progressed, his graphics kept getting better and better. The color schematics. And then let me tell you something, man. That's one package that actually sells itself. It sticks off the shelf. So it, it could be carrot stuffed in there. And somebody's going to take a look at it. You know what I mean? So he's done a great job at just the presence of the package. And then if you look at his formulas, amazing. I, I'm telling you right now, I put that up there with anybody else that stuff. He kitchen sinks that damn thing and it is efficaciously right. dosed yeah, to the hilt. Right. Geranis is 100%. Synephrine, like just straight loading the chemicals in your brain, just going crazy. And people want that, man. Yep. Okay. So, and those brain. collabs, those brand collabs too, is just kind of next level. So I wasn't yep. going to bring this up. I'm not a big fan of Panda because they got a couple of drugs in their products. But you mentioned a couple of them, so I got to go there. You think that some of the, <laughs> the Sinephrine, the Rydrensis, the Isopropyl Norsinephrine, like, are stores really clinging on to this stuff now that like some of them are starting to get taken off of shelves? They're going to be taken off the shelves. So, I mean, yeah, stores are. You know, they're moving away from the sketchier, and those are still, I guess you can say, sketchy as well. Um, but they're not getting specifically hit, so they're like little stores see them as safer. So, like, let's, let's focus yes. on them. I guess you can say, I, can, I guess you can say those seem that safer. Yeah, I can see that. Ben, now, good question. That's safer. a great question. Because look at, let's take a look at DMHA. This is, a, you know, the big gorilla in the room, right? Majority, there's a lot of lines out there, man, that are using, that are making DMHA items that are not able to get insurance properly. And it's a brutal thing. And, 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 and everybody's capitalist society. We, everybody has a chance to make products and make money, right? But the issue is, is that we as a company have had to really focus on brands that are, are able to pop, to pop, uh, potentially have all the stuff that insurance and things like that. And to be able to, to, to get those products out there and focus on that. So we've had to take a, a step away from a lot of that stuff and focus on the things that we can totally sell now that are going to be legitimate. Because we want stuff to stay on the shelves, you know what I mean? We don't know yeah. exactly. It's cool to have a collab. It's cool to have a high stem pre and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, we want – like Alpha Lion is a good example. I mean they don't put – for the most part, I don't see any of that – any of those ingredients in there. I don't know right. if we can all agree with that. But like that's that's one thing. Like yeah, they use a lot of different stimulants but nothing like that. My question, like I always wonder about Juniper Berry, if that's ever going to be taken off the market. That's another one that's questionable too, you know what I mean? <laughs> 
Well, it's funny so. you said it's got to stay on the shelf, and I think that's such a great point. Like, you can have the most hardcore stuff that, that consumers love and the kids at the gym are all crazy about, but if each month you have to keep searching for another product because it keeps getting taken off or it can't get run or something, that's that's a huge problem. And I think Jordan's okay. mention of insurance is a huge thing that we don't talk about enough is, like, being able to insure your products. You can't insure products. Insurance, man. Yeah. One thing. Well, you can't keep it a secret because here's the thing. People are going to talk about it. And, and at the end of the day, you're not bastardizing anybody, making fun of people, put, pointing fingers at people. But if we want the industry to stay strong and we want to all be able to make livings and be able to do what we enjoy, which I thoroughly enjoy this industry, I am a health fanatic. I've conquered obesity. I mean, half my family's obese. I mean, I've lost 100 pounds. I mean, I, 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 buy, I drink the Kool-Aid every single day of my life. If for me, Sammy could not train for a month and still look great. I look like dog crap and I have to train every day. So the thing is, is that for me, I have to train. I have to supplement because it's a big piece of my life. But at the end of the day, I still want to be able to sell products. I still want to be able to take products. And I want these, I, I am in love with mom and pop shop and gyms. And that's what we do at, at Sport Life the most. So we have to protect this industry thing. People have to come correct in this stuff. And we got to get, honestly, we have to listen to what stores want. You know, and I really try to, I, we all try to focus on like brands that, you know, we like to have a brand, you know, stay in linear. You know, keep growing consistently, but stay on the market. We want the same flavor. We want the same ingredient panel. We don't want to change the formula. That's one thing customers, store owners hate. And that's the thing. You got We got to find brands like that that can – because you never know. The FDA is going to want to take off this off the market. You know, NNM was, I guess, another thing that was going to be taken off the market. Is that right? Even though I don't see anything wrong, really wrong with that ingredient. but Yeah, I, I mean, know. that'll – to be continued, we, this – was it meant to be a regulatory podcast? I have lots of comments on that, but NMN right. is probably going to end up in court. And I think the FDA is going to lose pretty badly, but who knows, man, you're fighting the law. So <laughs> the law well, usually wins. Well, what Sammy said was that uh, you want, you want the, the panels to stay the same. You don't want to be changing them over time. Is is that just for like convenience of like knowing that what you're selling every time is going to be the same? Is it like, like that's my convenience? Cause people are doing limited like, editions. Like, is that, is that inconvenient to you? I like the limited editions cause it builds up the hype. But sometimes the store has to, the company has to watch when that trends up. If that stays so high and that formula is so good, people really want that. Like the black market versus uh, Panda was a phenomenal one, and I'm just giving an example of a good collab. If for say like those ingredients were standard to the you know consumer and that that was perfect, that'd be cool to keep it on the line, keep it running, you know. But we can't sometimes, and that's the whole point of the collab that builds up hype. I'm more of a person that really likes consistency. That's why I like selling Superhuman Burn, Extreme, and Supreme because it's the same formula consistently staying every time. You yeah, know? and that's what the customer wants. They want that same feeling. Mm -hmm. When we were, <laughs> I do have a stash of the way old Superhuman Supremes that are uh, no longer on the market, and uh, saving those for a rainy day. They, they still powderize, which is really cool. Alpha Lion, they've learned a lot over the years, and they've so th I think they've 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 taken those lessons and they've learned what is actually going to stay on the market. But like my old powders are still powder. They're not bricks. Like some of these older supplements that I have have turned to bricks. So like I, I'm very confident in a lot of stuff that they do uh, and they do it right. I think like you mentioned like synephrine, for instance, like when we see synephrine hydrochloride on a label, that is a potential red flag. FDA probably doesn't care, but at some point they might. There are ways like brands are going to have to be smarter, I think, in, in order to if they want longevity, they're going to have to use like a citrus orontium that's 10, 20, 50 percent. Um, 
active and then it'll be more compliant labeled. However, that's going to cost them more money. They're going to have to pay Advantra Z or whoever for the ingredient. Is that worth it for the brand to have to spend more money? The stores have to spend more money. The consumers have to spend more money when the guy next door is just going to go and use synephrine hydrochloride and save money. Um, at some point, like that decision will need to need to be made. But like, I think there are a lot of solutions to a lot of these problems. It's just like how far along in the process are you? Alpha Lion's a mature company at this point where th they figured it out. So I, I think it's like it's a good lesson to learn. But yeah, if someone wants to be real quick and cheap, the synephrine hydrochloride is is there. Um, I wouldn't expect it to be there forever though. That's just well, think Mike. Think about remember back in the day, BPI when they mm -hmm. blew up Derek over there. Even though, you know, I, I haven't I haven't really seen any of his stuff in a while. The guy's line is still present. And honestly, man, like he 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 was one of the smarter ones back in the day because he was like, okay, look, I know that I'm putting out some hardcore stuff, whatever it may be. He already had two to three formulas in the hopper because he knew. He's like, we have got to be ready to pivot. And that's the big thing in this industry. If you're going to play ball like that, you better be, you better be ready to pivot very fast. Your chemist, whoever you're using – they better already have, hey, look, dude, we're going to have to cut this, cut this, cut this. We're going to have to add this. We're already ready to go. We have the line time ready. That's all I'm going to say about that. You have to be ready to pivot very quick if something happens like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah, like Alpha Lion, it seems like they, they do a good job planning ahead and everything. They're so. really good at pivoting. Because, I mean, like you said, you had the old Supreme sash away, and then now the new one's still moving like crazy. So. <laughs> dude, that was um, pretty wild. They did a yeah. good job you know, of like, like, removing the DMHA and moving straight into like a really effective product that still felt like – like it didn't drop. Like it, like their Supreme and Supreme is still like a very high stim, very effective product. It's amazing. I I love Supreme. I take it usually on back day, usually on chest day. I take Supreme religiously. Um, well, I think I that's you guys, uh, Price Body. You guys have been doing great with this. Just giving out the brands, you know, exposure. I just wanted to say thank you for that. Like uh, just exposing the brands and what's in the new works, what's going on. I mean, it's exciting seeing some of this. It gives us a little bit of a recap and see what we can advance and make our company better as well. Thanks. You know? No, I, yeah, we appreciate it greatly. And uh, and we like working with you because ultimately, like, we go to trade shows. We talk to a lot of people. But it seems like, I mean, you talk to even more, I would say, um, of the end consumers and everything. So this is, like, kind of a perfect mashup of of what we're, we're trying to achieve here. So it's, it's been fun so far. And I can, I can yeah. tell you, you guys are have some stuff to get off your chest, too. So oh, yeah, you're welcome to use our platform. For that we uh we can get into the snacks and everything too we've talked about pre-workouts enough um i do so have a topic I, would... I want to get into if you're cool with it let's okay. do it so, so speaking so exactly on snacks but a little bit maybe a little bit broader uh the iacovone brands of bum energy uh raw vaughn's treats it's kind of like a, a i would say like an uh, an empire at this point you guys yes. brought in all of them except for revive i think what, what no, is we have Revive. Like? You do? Okay. We have the whole line. Sorry, I'm yep. looking at the brands. I didn't see Revive. But what's it like to have like that many brands from one person? Like, like how is that going? Because that's – It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's kind, of, it's kind of like back in the day with Glambia, you know, when, uh, you know, distributors and stuff, we would carry, you know, the BSN, the Optimum, the Nature's Best, you know, stuff like that. So uh, um, I think it's pretty cool. They're, they're – uh, brands for sure that have definitely embraced distribution. A, dire a direct consumer brand is what you could consider them, obviously, and they really embrace distribution, and it's and it's allowed us to help, you know, expand them because I I don't think they really, um, you know, wanted to focus on the dis you know like the retail side as far as themselves. They understood immediately. Let's do what we're best at and allow others that are best at what they do. Let's let's leverage them and and have somebody like Sport Life you know, help distribute that for us. It's just crazy 
that everything with bum on it or anything that he says that comes out of his mouth, it's lit. Uh, super. Like that, that pre-workout that's, I don't know if it's Vitamin Shop or GNC, whatever, one of the two exclusive is. Stores just want it, dude. It is expensive ass pre. Like I, it is one of the most expensive pre's out there. But it, That was when I was going to say, yeah, stores have been asking us like crazy for for that, the Super Thavage. And yeah, it's, uh, or um, yeah, it's, and we it's tell them like it's a GNC exclusive. But yeah, I mean, brand like, cause we have retailers constantly asking for it. Is there a chance that Sport Life can get their own like uh, exclusive from a brand like that? At some no, point, you know, I know you could do flavors maybe, but you know, GNC- you would have to have. We we don't. I'll be honest. We Muscle Foods is huge. That's probably their biggest distributor. And I'm going to be frankly honest because I would like to be very, very transparent with it. It's probably not going to happen. Is it possible? Anything's possible for sure. Um, we are growing with that brand constantly every month. Mm-hmm. I see the charts growing with that brand. I really like. Uh, I think they need to expand on the bomb energy. Maybe add another player, which probably guessing it's probably the next thing that's in the works in quarter three or four. Um, but the thing I, I see the most with this brand is just if you're available and you the product the store needs the products because they're so busy that that brand is so busy they got so much going on. But if we were able to get them a glucose, we we're able to get them a brain calm uh, GI plus all in one bundle, they don't mind paying the extra bucks and ordering it through us because it's the convenience at the end of the day with that, you know. That brand is just constantly, man. I mean, across board, even like the best thing they did was take it from brown and black to all white. That HD like style, like high definition. Well, then you look, look, then let's take a look, right? Since we're talking about this topic, let's take a look at um, our very close uh, vendor relation. We have a Kyle Brommer from After Dark. It's one one of my top favorite lines out there. Line is doing incredible things in stores. He is a huge supporter of the specialty. And even with us, I believe we're going to have the, uh, if I'm not correct, Sam of the Pink Starburst, right? That's going to be our flavor, correct? And that's going to be an exclusive flavor for us. And we do very well with this line. Yes, sir. And we do. And that was, that's another topic of discussion. The After Dark Inhuman, they had a strong pre-workout. In the beginning, they reformulated, and that still kicks balls, bro. Inhuman moves like crazy. They use a high amount of theobromine, and a very good formula on that standpoint. And that's another brand that, you know, just obviously steering off topic, but just wanted to say, like, there is change that you can still make and make the pre-workout good where you don't need those sketchy ingredients. You know what I mean? Yeah, I met them at the Arnold, and it was funny because anytime I meet with a brand that, like, previously did a lot of, like, the hardcore stuff, they're always a little hesitant around me because I have spoken out pretty loudly. But, yeah, that's fine. You know, yeah. hey, I, I, I'm I, cool. Mike usually plays the good guy. I usually play the bad guy. But uh, <laughs> they did an awesome new um, label for the new product, which was just badass. Like, if you're – I don't think they can make this, this line. I'll say it because I'm not employed by them. But if you're a fan of the old Donnie Darko movie, like, the, the, that label is just badass. But uh, it became, a, like, a hardcore product that isn't – there's no problem with it anymore. Like, it's, it's super safe to take. But did not once they cleaned up the formula, absolutely badass. We quadrupled sales awesome. with his products after when he, when he changed everything. It's yeah, crazy. It was interesting here. Like... Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah, here I see 1.5 milligrams of alpha. Yo, um, I'm a bit lower. I need to be under a gram usually myself. But one thing I was surprised with Super Savage at GNC, they got three milligrams of that stuff, and people are asking for it. I'm not sure if they're getting more returns or anything like that. Like, do you guys notice? Are you involved in any of the return process? See, if something's got oh, like, yeah, way too much we're yes. death, we're definitely <laughs> very involved. much so. It has nothing to do with that. It's usually the clumping. 
anything with a high amount of glycerol, that's usually our problem. Uh, but to be honest, what's crazy, man, I'm seeing those ingredient formulas and you think alpha hemp would make you sweat very cold feeling like, you all know <laughs> we hate that feeling, but dude, customers are still buying that shit left and right, dude. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Until they get to be 40, like, then we'll have another conversation. <laughs> it's weird, dude. I it's experiential. <laughs> it was there like 28 for me. Like I used to like all the crazy stuff and then I, I want to feel good when I work out now. I want to feel clear. <laughs> I also like want to have to not take three showers post workout. 100%. That's more GBB for me. Yeah. Like GBB well, I, does that to me. I was thinking, you know, GBB, I was thinking, I had a conversation, you work with Black Magic Supply. I was talking to Anthony over there, and he said that using too much niacin, as in uh, nicotinic acid, the, the flush niacin, leads to a lot of returns. So I was wondering if you've 100%. ever seen. Yeah. So. It's a fun, it's a fun thing to mess with. Um, personally, if anyone's listening, don't put, I wouldn't put it in your pre-workout. There's one study that showed, first off, beyond the returns, there's one study, study that showed reduced performance. Um, niacin is used to lower lipids and like, that's a prescription drug for that. If you want at a high enough dose, you get that flush feeling, but the lowering of lipids may lower the available energy during your workout. So like it might, it's experiential, but it's not like beta alanine where you could actually get some benefits is my opinion, I would just keep it out of there and just uh, reduce the returns for everyone. You know what I'm also seeing too? A lot of stores are asking uh, for pump, non-stim pump formulas in with no glycerol. They don't want any glycerol in it, nothing like that. They don't want that chalky taste or a pump ingredient or a pre-workout with no beta alanine. And you don't come a lot, like at the end of the day, every, every store owner, there's similar formulas everywhere, dude. It's kind of annoying at the same time. I get it, but it'd be unique for some companies to not put beta alanine in their pre-workout you know if Fubo was on the more that with hostile drivers he, he put pico 2 instead of beta alanine exactly that brand's interesting how is that do you guys know how that brand is doing you know they have, to have their own channels so it's kind of difficult to gauge uh but hostile uh has their own kind of like i mean they, they've definitely in some ways taken over bodybuilding which is really cool mm -hmm. um That's but awesome. they don't do distribution they do like direct exclusive deals with certain brick and mortars which i think can build stronger relationships in some ways, but you know, obviously it's, it's in, yeah. instead of going wide with a whole bunch of yeah. brands, they go heavy into a few stores instead of all of them. 100%. But 100%. I like what you said about how pretty much all pre-workouts at this point are very similar. You know, you got your six to eight grams of citrulline, your 3.2 grams of beta alanine. Mike and I joke that we, I do the same video every single day. Like <laughs> we just move. I mean, if you grams. look at the same formulas, do you're seeing the same thing every time you're seeing 6.8, you're seeing this, you're seeing seven grams, maybe a store, Maybe one person is putting 10 grams of citrulline malate in there. Oh, whoop de doo but that's two scoops. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, want get these like new ingredients well, out there that are not sketchy and see what they do and put them in there. You know? Yeah. I mean, I when we do formulation consulting on the side and everything, we are basically, a lot of times these spreadsheets just end up juggling the same 20 ingredients and like who's, who's got a different permutation of, of these same ingredients over and over and over and ultimately the beta alanine pre-workouts still do sell more so oh. like if i mean if you're chasing like the 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 general demographic it's gonna have beta alanine in it um but yeah you know not to not hostile at all because he's crushing his podcast like that's all he's got to do is just keep running that thing and um and keep making those those epic formulas but yeah I, we keep finding the same permutations and we always try to like put in a novel ingredient but the costs become an issue like if you want to if you want to run with, uh, if you if you want to run with like nitrosogen as your pump ingredient, 
it's going to cost a little bit more money and then you're going to have to sacrifice somewhere else. So you can only, you have to pick and choose the right permutation and try to throw one or two novel things in. If you have too many botanicals, it's going to taste like whatever chamomile or something It's going to taste like too herby. So that's got to be a, a factor too. But I'm generally, I'm a fan of glycerol, but yeah, I'm generally never suggesting it in a pre-workout for anyone that's like kind of serious I'm, in my I'll opinion. Be honest, man. I'm only, I'm a fan of it just by itself. I don't like it with in pre-workouts. I love, like I take a shot of a, we grill them on a little like um, glycerol thing. And, yeah, uh, the liquid liquid yeah, glycerol or glycerol. And honestly, it's great, dude. Ten gram. I think it's like ten grams or sixteen grams for it. Or even that uh, that one product from. Uh, I think they did a phenomenal job. FU, FSU serum. Yes. Um, that, okay, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, they did. FSU serum is awesome. But um, so that's a liquid glycerol, probably harder to, to ship around and distribute because it's so heavy. Uh, Gorilla Mines, they're using hydroprime glycerol. Well, that is the glycerol that we like the best and everything. Um, but ultimately, you still do end up with a little bit of grit, even if it doesn't clump as like, nearly as much as some of the others and everything. I just, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a fan, but I, I'm with you. I would take a solo. So, so, I, so well, functional foods. That's oh, Ben. We're gonna no, no, no. I was just saying, I like yeah, that's, a, that's, a, that's a Jordan. Expert. People love them. We all do. Back with that. Snacks. No, I mean, <laughs> I was gonna say even with snacks. I mean, uh, it, when you guys were talking about even with the pre workouts, kind of having similar formulas. I mean, that's always been something just over time. Like with ev- any energy drinks, snacks. You know, you for a while you had those chocolate co- coated snack. I mean, you're always going to have that where brands are going to test and how we were just talking about no more energy drinks. It's all in that same category. That's why the branding and marketing really come down to it because it's like if they're going to be similar, it's like, who's going to have that branding, you know, to kind of set you apart or who's going to have the right distribution channels to help get it out there first, you know, or kind of be like the first one. But um, yeah, with snacks, it's funny because you can see like, obviously the Vaughn's treats, you know, are, is influencer based. So you're going to see some kick up in that, but you know, we still do really well with like the power crunch quest bars, one bars, even though you feel like they're not as out there or as, you know, maybe, hot you know they kind of become legacy brands like jordan said um you know they still Anomalies. do very well but then you, then you have like the animars and bear bells which are just you know just ridiculous yeah you can't even keep RPOs those things keep going up. i mean those things out. just RPOs yeah keep things. going up and keep luckily there are two products that can yeah yeah mm-hmm. like anabar is just insane like that i was so happy i had, we brought I had one of my stores in michigan first, hit me up one day he says jordan it was amazing. You got it. You got to call these guys. I brought it up to Jeremy and we kind of sidelined it for a little bit. And then a couple months later, I'm like, Jeremy, we need to take a look at this brand, bro. This, this bar, I tried it. He shipped me a bar. I said, dude, let's call him. Jeremy made a call. A couple weeks later, man, we had POs lined up. Sam, we sold out of them literally in 15 minutes. And then it's been gangbuster since. And I love those guys. The owner is actually a really cool dude. I got to talk to him quite a few times. Very humble, very nice. And they can't even keep up with production. You know, I mean, it's it's a blessing and a curse, right? Like anything else, we'll have, you know, Monster Cookie is their number one seller. And that's always the first one to run out. You know, and the PB&J, we're still waiting to get that back in. But yeah, that's a bar that is destroying it right now. Yep. 100%. And Bear Balls. I mean, we, uh, we've turned into one of their top distributions. And dude, yep. I mean... They need to come out with another flavor because it just keeps the soft bars nailed it. You know, soft car- yeah. uh, salt caramel crunch, salt pinot crunch, and then also caramel choco. They they killed it with it. When and I like, dude, I can't keep them on the shelves. I saw your site by top sellers, and uh, Bear Bells is like above some of your regular products. Like it's up there. Yeah, 
Mike and uh, our videographer came in town uh, at some point this year, and I bought a bunch of bear bells to like share with everyone that they'd be hungry when they got in. I ate all of them before they got here. Like they yeah. are so good, yeah. it is ridiculous. Well, what's nice My too is that when you look at the bro. facts in the bar, that's, that's yep. actually a yep. bar. Jack Owak said mm-hmm. it best, you know, because he has. A, I remember Jack. We had a, a back in the day with VPX. He was talking. You know, he that he's a, the guy's a genius. Just does all kinds of stuff and makes bars, snacks, powders. He's all over the place. He even said it himself. He's like, my stomach can't handle 90% of the bars. The only bar he could really eat at the time was one bar, you know? And Bear Bell is a bar that, you know, it's still a delectable treat like a candy bar, but at least it's not going to tear your stomach apart. That's a big piece for a lot of people, man, you know? So kudos to them for doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> 400 calories. Let's go. Yeah. They're still fucking moving. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's just things people are want those fucking big bars, like Super Cookie Crunch, fucking uh, apple, the crisp apple pie. Like it's just people want those. And I remember they taste fucking good. And sometimes you can't even get a hold of that because that companies can't control their demand. And that's yep. the one thing we see. I, if anything, with more, I see more snack uh, snack demand is higher, but like it's hard to keep up with production. I see that the most. Like especially flavors. Um, sometimes it could be weeks, months. You know, and with Bear Bell, the only thing that sucks with Bear Bell is we're always out of stock of some stuff. And it's not their fault. It's just the demand so high. And Germany is releasing or wherever they're produced in, they're releasing all the new flavors first. And they have them. And, hey, stores are asking, hey, are you getting this? Are you getting this? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really tell you. You know what I mean? Have you guys gotten any of the brownies in? Uh, brownies are like a big crazy. Oh, thing. Alpha Prime brownies? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. They're yeah. fucking clinic. Uh, my cookie dough bite, freaking everything. I mean, even ask Dylan, chocolate dough, chocolate glaze, everything. Dude. Yep. Yeah, that's another one too. That um, same thing. I think when you start to get into those unique snacks, um, you even got like the the like the Finiflex oatmeal protein pies and the power pies, and people are starting to get out into that functional food. And those things are harder to make. They're not like a cookie cutter type, you know, easy thing. And then if something takes off, like the, you know, the Alpha Prime bites too, the brownies and stuff, you know, we can run into some of those uh, those issues with. Um, production but yeah it's a good thing to have when you're you're in such demand it's almost like every long every time you restock it's almost like a you know just kind of a rush to grab so it's you know it can be a good thing too yeah it's it's crazy how how good the foods are getting now i mean mm-hmm. a couple of years ago man i mean the big 100s are classic i the, the peanut butter and jelly was the one for me like anything that has that jelly in it like i was sucking I'm, I'm a peanut butter i'm a peanut butter and chocolate pretzel one. yeah the pretzel <laughs> i was gonna say the pretzel one was just but but at the end of the day like we you knew it was a protein bar you know it was tasty it was good but you knew it was healthy or i don't even know if healthy is a word for it but you knew that there was protein packed in it which made it like it was not a candy bar. <laughs> but now like dude you get one of those glazed ap brownies and it's like this oh, doesn't God. taste healthy this tastes but no. bad for me. That's how good it is. Yeah. But the brownies aren't even not even that bad. Six grams of sugar, 20 grams of protein, five grams of fat. I mean, it's for kudos to them to freaking make those macros. Well, let's give props to the baker that they have too. The guy's been doing it with his family for a thousand years. Like this guy's been around a minute. So the guy that they use or the, the, or the people now they use to manufacture it is still under the same principles as the main baker that, that was making the, some of these other brownie companies. And he's the mainstay. That's why they stay moist. So you're not getting mold. You know, you're actually, it's legit. I don't think we've had any mold issues with prime protein brownies, which has been really nice. And they stay moist, man. You know, you could have a box in your cupboard for a month, two months, and they still stay, still stay pretty, 
pretty moist, you know. That's just a shout out to them for that. They have a very good formula on that product. For sure. Yeah, yeah that's the, the delicate balance, of course. So with the functional foods, protein bars and everything, when um, how, what is the is there demand pull from the customers? Or are you guys saying, dude, you got to try this bar? And then they start pushing it once they've tasted one. It's more of an upselling approach from us. Yeah. Like, lately, depending on... Unless if like the company is kind of like in a bar, which they're influencer based too, you know, but there's not a lot of companies like, like Bear Bell's not an influencer bar. It's just known worldwide. You know what I mean? So like, it's more of the store owners that are requesting that are looking for new snacks because store owners want new snacks. Like I'm begging, like ask Jordan, I used to never be a snack guy. I would refuse to push snacks. I would, I would like, fuck this. There's no margin. In it. it sucks. But dude, it's so high demand. It's insane. And I just yeah. love trying them. You know, I'm waiting for the next, if you guys know of another snack, tell us because we want to get another snack on board to fucking put in Sport Life so we can sell it. Yeah. We got the Anabars, we got the Bear Bells. I mean, Legendaries, if you're here, you can hear me. It'd be great if you let us sell your products. We've needed them 100 years ago. Yeah. We'll give you good business and good money. I hope you guys yeah. see this podcast. I'll clip this in some yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've, we, we've been dying to get the products, man. Like, I mean, uh, all, all joking aside, that is a line that every every single one of our stores have, every one of them, and they and that's a, and that's a tough snack to make because again that's like a pop tart extruder, right? So you Ben, you were saying that, that how difficult it is to make some of these snacks. That's the same kind of same kind of process of making a pop tart. Some of these other the items, you know what I mean? So trying to get the line time, I'm sure to make it, but uh, I don't know, man. Like that's a that's a that not that line is an anomaly, man. But like. They've had stock issues for a long time, and they've only been able to keep certain distributors stocked with it. We're trying to get it bad, man, but no cards yet. What's funny is what I've noticed too is that it's like when a when a legacy brand or a brand tries to come up with a snack, it almost seems like it's harder for them to get off the ground versus if it's just a snack by itself. Like if it's just a snack company, it's yeah. I mean, for us, whatever it is, I don't even know why it's like that, but there's always been that kind of trend. It's like. Oh, you're known for a pre-workout company. Like you're trying to do a bar, like, you know, it could be the best. That bar could have came out by itself and it could have exploded. You know, it's like this weird trend. But yeah, I think when they send us samples and us sales guys eat something, if we fall in love with it, every phone call, like you said, it's an upsell. I mean, like, dude, you got to try this, dude, bring it in, bring it in. If if you're not going to sell it, you got to bring in a box just for yourself. You know, like the, the owner, like. You gotta yeah. buy a box to try it. You know. I, I think to be to be totally fair, like what you said about um, like brands being like they pre sell pre workouts but they can't sell functional foods. That does apply yeah. in some other cases too. Like Cellucor tried protein like five times and it mm -hmm. never took off. Like some brands are just certain categories. Um, you should stick with what you're good at. You know what I mean? Own your strength, man. Double down on that. I will say yep. this was an unpopular opinion of mine, but the Fenaflex uh, Power Pies, man, I housed boxes of those. Some people oh, weren't fans, but I loved those. Yeah, yeah, they're a hit or miss. Like the same thing. It's kind of like production issues. You know, you run into that issue where like you're making it so fresh that one, one, you know, one wrong thing maybe with a batch and it can be slightly off or slightly different. Or um, you launch it and then the next next thing maybe you add a little bit more marshmallow. So if somebody tried that original one, maybe it wasn't as good. But somebody tried it from the second batch where they added more marshmallow. You know, like those things. So yeah, and and plus when you're talking like a marshmallow type moon pie like that. I don't think that is a snack that's for everyone. You know, that that's kind of one of those like niche type of ones that, you know, so I think some snacks still are, can do well, but it will be more niche than others.
if I can say anything that like talking about snacks and just kind of getting into like legacy brands, it'd be amazing if we can get ghost and literally like ghost would be insane. Like if we can get that brand, just the drinks alone, God, the amount of volume we would do with these guys would be insane. But I, I don't know if they're exclusive to muscle foods. That's always the question. I always wonder, do you guys know that answer? <laughs> Where I, I, with the drinks is Anheuser-Busch though. I mean, that's, Oh, it's Anheuser-Busch is the exclusive. I'm not sure if it's exclusive. I don't know any contracts. I just know that AB does a lot of distribution for the drinks. So that's like- Yeah, they picked up like, so <laughs> that's like C4. They picked up C4 at 1.2, but we can still distribute it. So like anytime Anheuser gets something, it's normally that they don't get the exclusive. We can still have it. It's only when like the Pepsi type deals happen or Coke type deals happen. That's when normally, you know, a distributor like us will lose it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, no, don't, yeah, yeah, don't, be a good brand. Hey, I don't know fully know the, the ins and outs and everything. Obviously there's, there's a, a lot of demand and they've been, you know, copied and cloned and all that many times over and everything, but, um, no, can't, can't currently help you there. I believe that, uh, and I hate going out on limbs to say things, but I believe that the reason that muscle foods got the opportunity with ghost, uh, was because of their, they have, they have the military mm -hmm. down on lock. Military. So I knew that was that. Yeah, okay, military cool. is a really big mover for that. But I believe, I, someone's going to quote me on this. I'm going to be wrong. Dan's going to call me pissed off. But I believe that um, <clears throat> it goes through ABEV. So like you, like any distributor can pick it up. Like uh, there's, there's a local uh, like liquor distributor that sells Ghost Energy near me in, in, in Jersey. But they go through ABEV. So I, I believe it could work for you guys. But, you know, maybe there's less margin than going direct with that distribution. Yeah, we'd want to go direct, man. We should kind of have a direct relationship with them if that's possible. But obviously, I don't see that happening anytime soon. You know, we're just blessed to have the brands that like let us work with them and stuff like that. So that's like the amazing point about it. Um, I mean, you guys have some. I just cooler. wanted to get back to Legendary real quick. I don't know, Ben, if you remember, we were at the Arnold one year, me and you, and we were tasting the, uh, when they were like, they're kind of like flat, like in that purple packaging. Totally different taste from what they are now. Do you remember, uh, uh god what's i'm sorry i i'm gonna i, I feel like such a dick for not remembering this guys dave palumbo was big on legendary yes. back in the day and the purple plastic things it, it was not the same but they are they're no. so good at, have you had their chips yet no that's what people i heard they're amazing i heard they're amazing an embarrassing amount of these chips at the gnc franchise show like they like if the barbecue ones if i told you they were barbecue lays you'd be like yeah 100 percent. like there's it is it is insane we're ready to buy them. The wild chips. We're ready to buy them. I've heard really good things about the wild chips. I know the marketing. So thing. that's that. And like the one next snack that we're looking to get in, that I'm trying to figure out how to get contact for is built the puff bars, the built bars. That's something I see in stores all the time. And I'm just like, where do we get this contact? And they said they're going through a portal. And I'm like, why don't they just use a distribution? I mean, that's you a know? great question. I'd love to know from brands why they wouldn't consider distribution i i mean we've we've outlined on the michael podcast we talked about all the reasons why you would use distribution i think that working with you guys is just talking here has shown a lot of really other great reasons just from boots on the ground side but like it used to be a like a kind of like a pride when i was at nutribio we were proud of the fact that we were direct on everything because the relationship was there but in today's mm -hmm. day and age it's just convenient it's like the amazon model almost yeah, we are next day. I mean, we, we, we ship same day as long as you get it in roughly by 3 p.m. And you're getting it for the most part next day. And, and, and literally like, yeah, you can save maybe 50 cents or a dollar per unit if you went direct possibly. But 
you're you're ordering way more than the you know the 200 250 minimum that we have so yeah it's just it's kind of again it just seems like a no-brainer we have 100 plus brands at this point so i mean the 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 portfolio that they can choose from is just it's kind of endless at this point obviously we pointed out a few brands we'd love to get but yeah it's just you know i say it all the time i mean if if i was a store i mean i just don't see how stores are ordering from 10 12 13 20 plus different places you know like that's just that's got to be tough to, to manage all that supply chain manager for a retail store it's yeah tough. you know yeah it's tough i mean it's a good problem to have though i mean mike makes this joke a lot but 10 years ago or maybe 15 years ago price plow wouldn't have worked the way that it does right now because there wasn't that much quality out there and in the same way like retail back then you were selling universal and animal and gaspari you know like today's day and age you have so much i just like it that you guys have that because you guys are able to show so many brands that i've never even heard of like i look up i see you posting a, uh, for a new product on that you're trying out i'm like what's that and i go looking on google and searching for it i'm like damn because i'm a you know, i'm a product fiend man i just i'll buy it i don't even care like i know i can get wholesale pricing or like wait for it i'm not i'm i'm not cheap when it comes to that i buy full price like i don't even use a discount code like i'm ready to go well, the, the key is too. It's giving. It's giving. It, you're going to have to. The unfortunate thing is, no, nobody wants to get the feelings hurt anymore. You know, I'm not going to get down a rabbit hole with this. But the thing is, this you have to be willing to hurt some people's hearts sometimes. You have to be willing to say, "Dude, this this is not doing it. This is not going to work." There are 15 others like this. How are you differentiating yourself? You know what I mean? If if Mike and Ben taste something, you have to say, Ben might be like, ah. Oh, it's okay. Mike's like, no, this, this sucks. And you, you have to be open. And you can obviously say it with Koof, but to be honest, to be like, this isn't cutting it, right? You go to a restaurant and the food sucks. You're going to say it's great? No. You spend 60 bucks on a meal for two people or whatever. Well, now it's you. Now it's one person, right? But I mean, everything's so daggone expensive. But I just think in this industry too, you have to be willing to be honest with people and just let them know truly how you feel about the product because then it can pivot and become better and make it better. And then when you review, review it again, you say, ah, this is where it's at, right? I just thought I needed to say well, that. You can see, well, you can see that in the brands that do come to us or go to you know, Price Plow or go to these different guys for that advice. I mean, you see the difference in the, in the, in the product. I mean, it, it is a clear difference in people who leverage that and people who are kind of shy away from that, or like you said, are maybe afraid of the criticism or think they have it all figured out. And uh, it's just too much comp competition out there to not take, to be open, you know, to not be open-minded and, and uh, take advice from others. You have to, if, if you're going to have something that doesn't taste, it has to taste great nowadays. And if it doesn't, you need a really good reason. Like, like we, we talked about Cognitin. Or yeah. it better fucking feel good. Yeah, it better. Yeah, exactly. It's going to have to do something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what, like, I bring it back to that Morphogen. I think it was, it, it's worth, like, the high-dose tea cream just made that thing just last for me. So it was oh, really. Dude, it lasted. Like, I, I took a dry scoop uh, yesterday. You dry scooped it? I, I know it's not good for you to dry scoop. I get it, guys. Is it? 100%. Uh, I, I just, I'm just used to it. I literally swig water and I dry scoop. I don't really drink pre-workouts as much as I should, you know what I mean? being a big advocate, being in the health industry and stuff like that. But, uh, dude, it kicked. And, like, I love it. In the morning, you just need to be – because you need to be in a good mood, bro. You're strapped to the seat for fucking eight hours. You're calling 50, 60 accounts. Because that Sport Life, we can't fucking just, you know, order collect. They're tracking our calls, man. They're tracking everything, you know. So it's like we have to call. You have to be in a good mood. You have to be willing to talk. Your job is not for introverts, is it? No, absolutely not. Not at all. Not at all. My wife always, my wife always says, Jordan, God gave you a big mouth. 
Yeah, so that is true. She gave me the gift of gab, and I and I, and I always make a joke. So one thing I can do is I can freaking talk. I can talk to a corpse in a morgue. So that's what I that's where I specialize. That no, you have to. You honestly, you have to enjoy talking to people, man. This is not a job for an introvert. So like I, I'll just keep going and going and going. Well, like look at like Dylan. Dylan's a great example, right? Dylan and I are are totally opposite people, but Dylan can talk to can talk like I if I talk to Dylan, we could talk for an hour straight. Mm-hmm. He's a much more humble, quiet guy. I'm very in your face aggressive. Sammy's very in your face aggressive. But you could still be more introverted as as a personality, but still be able to talk to people and not be able to miss a beat. That's important, right? And that's good for certain like Dylan does a lot of West Coast stuff now. That's what those people can gravitate more towards too. Up north, they don't want yeah, <laughs> somebody there? No, they want my big mouth. You know what I mean? So I mean, it it, it plays a role in a certain territory you're at. Is your West Coast guy? You you have people on the West, right? Are they gonna have a different personality? Yeah, I mean, every I think I think demographically, yeah, the personalities you do like you're calling accounts in Alabama, Florida, California, like he said, Jersey. You're calling you're talking to a store in Jersey and New York. I, I mean, Jordan all day. You know, I I don't I don't maybe mesh as well with guys up there, but you know, so yeah, it's definitely demographically and all that stuff. It, it does make a difference, and, and it's huge. I mean, it can be like I said, you could be selling two totally different things. The hot pre workout in Florida can be a totally hot a different hot you know, pre-workout in California at that time, you know, just based on demographics. Something that Sammy brought up earlier was like finding pre-workouts or, or companies on on price, a little shameless plug there, but uh, that are like from smaller companies that he didn't know about. It'd be really cool to see you guys almost have like an incubator program, like bringing in smaller brands that are not already have tons of demand, but you find something interesting there and only sport life is distributing it. See, we would do that, but then what happens is our competitions like to get it too. It's just like, man, why can we just keep it? And we're not trying to hold a brand to their their wheelhouse, but just give us a chance. You know what I mean? There's some well, companies we do it with. Well, I think we're getting to that point. You got to think Sport Life has really taken off in the last two years. So, I mean, when it comes to like other distributors that have been in the game, I mean, it's been a you know, Sport Life has been a, a long. Uh, around longer than two years, but what I'm saying is like becoming a full national distributor. Like it's been within the last few years and, you know, we are starting to dominate at this point. So I think that is when you're talking about exclusive flavors and stuff, we've been, you know, me and Jordan used to work together at another distributor and like we were getting exclusive flavors of different products. So I think sport life will, we will, I mean, we had the Seabum exclusive on the citrus burst, um, you know, energy for what, 45 days or something or almost a month. Yeah. So, you know, brands, brother. Like yeah, that. but but no, what I, but my point is, I think that leads into the brands also. Is what I'm saying is like getting exclusive. We'll we'll eventually get to the point where we will be able to have that dominance to be able to have an exclusive brand, you know, or something like that, or incubate like you said and give these people an opportunity to to do that. You know, I just think like you said how we talked about like brands mastering one thing at a time. Like same with us right now, we're to that point of such a massive growth where we're just trying to make sure that we don't overstep us you know, too, too quick and lose out on opportunity or, uh, you know, do anything that we can't, we're not capable of right now. Well, like, like, uh, Sammy bringing up hostile and how they stick to single stores and, and working directly with them. I think that a brand could work directly with sport life. Very, very synergistically. If they didn't use other distributors or they didn't look to go That's vitamin right. shop GNC, of course, like, like, you know, the, the typical path that everyone wants to take, if they stuck with sport life and and really invested there, gave the promotions, gave the, the exclusive there could be powerful. I mean, you guys have a, a, mm-hmm. a great network of stores. 
Um, I mean, before we partnered with Sport Life, I did my homework just to make sure we were doing the right thing. And I didn't hear one bad thing from any brand or store. It, and, you, know, you guys have a strong name. So I, I think that seems like a cool uh, possibility for you guys going forward. Because I, I see growth for you guys. I see uh, really coming out of the woodwork and becoming a big name. Yeah, once you're national, and if you have a full coverage and everything, there's, I don't know, I think enough companies will want to not be lazy, but like there's certain things you just don't need or want to excel at. And if Sport Life can be that that piece of the puzzle, then just let it be and don't overcomplicate things. Um, yeah. I, I think there would be opportunity there for sure. I would be like that. Yeah, and I think we're getting to that point now because, I mean, one thing distributors have is data, you know, like, Again, we, we have data for the retailer. So retailers asking, hey, what's hot right now? Like I I literally have the data to be exact. Like I'm not just coming up with false stuff or what I th what I think is hot. I have data to, to tell these retailers, hey, this is what's selling right now in your region. This is what's selling right now here. Here's a new brand we just brought on. Like we have data also that helps the retailer, but that helps the brands as well because we have data on retailers also. So it's like that data kind of is, is key also. And, and as long as we keep building more and more data, it's only going to help the retailers and it's only going to help the brands, you know? Yeah. That's one thing where we originally talked in with, with your leadership team and didn't really execute on yet is that we can notify you guys as the salespeople when things go out of stock at retailers, at least online. Like, I don't know what they have on the shelves and for real and in inventory, but if it's like, if, it, if chocolate flavor was, was available yesterday on their website yesterday and is not available today, then that's a potential lead for you, you know? So mm -hmm. like we, we, I don't know if that, that data would be useful for you, but we could definitely send you that kind of information. Yeah. I mean, it, it helps. Everything helps. I mean, data in general just helps uh, because it's, it's what's really happening. You know, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's not kind of opinion based, you know, again, it's just, it's the raw data. It's, it's what's actually happening. Yeah. So if there's one thing I learned here, I just uh, we, we we're talking about a lot of snacks and functional foods. We basically on our channel have not covered or reviewed a single thing that we've talked about on this channel. And so I realize that we are way behind on a lot of that. So I, I want to I almost feel like I need to just like order Ben a ton of like protein bars, snacks, everything that's hot and just like yes. get that going. Now, OK, I know you guys aren't social media experts. Ben and I may disagree. Should we just dump it all on the Price Plot channel or make a whole separate functional food segment? Because we could like all the Price Plot channel. Was that might, all right? Might be integrated. Yeah, because I mean, we could like over overload. He has a very. I think Ben is very open-minded and has a very opinionated base, so he's going to give his honest opinion if it tastes like shit. Or I, not. I should be honest. I I think Mike doesn't follow all of our social. We have hit a couple of these things, but well, yeah. I know that. You know, what I mean? like, we've but, talked about a lot of stuff that's not been on our yeah, channel, though. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Vaughn's we've done, Bear Bells we've done, but Anabar, <clears throat> I've had a lot. I just never post it. I know you guys probably appreciate this as healthy people. Like when it becomes your job, sometimes you want to like, just enjoy it for yourself. It's also your hobby. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like it becoming your business, like takes the fun out of it. So like, dude, I go to Wegmans and I walk, and I walk through the healthy line and I, I want to look through all this stuff in the, in the aisle. I'm like, Oh, I should post this all to social media. I'm like, no, I should enjoy this for a second. Like enjoy fitness for myself yeah. for a second. But yeah, I, there's so much food wise, functional food wise that we definitely have uh, left some on the table. We got to get into Mm -hmm. The grab and go segment, as you have seen with the trends, I mean, like you said, we're talking about data and you look at a good barometer for this is all the big, the big players, right? So the targets, the Walmarts, you've got the dicks, you've got the sports authorities, whatever, the, whatever these, whatever have you with these guys, they give you some sick velocity reports. I mean, they move a lot of widgets, right? So with that being said, that's going to give you a lot of data on what's moving out there 
Um, and you're seeing now that the biggest trend is grab and go. I mean, grab and go is surpassing just about everything, right? Everybody's snacking, whether it's bad or good. We all, ever, all six of us here, we eat every single day. We snack on something, whether it's an ostrom or a bar or a piece of steak, oh, whatever it may be. Day. We're snacking on something. Yeah, you're drinking shakes, whatever it may be. But the grab and go segment right now, I believe, I, I think it's in the billions. It's unbelievable. You know what I mean? It's surpassing just about everything. Exactly. It's just surpassing everything out there right now. So that's that's a big piece that you have for you guys to cover 100%. Yeah, I think I need to call your team and ask for some foods. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. We can yeah. do it, but yeah, I, I, I'm cool paying for it and everything. It's just got to, yeah, got to make tell, the effort. Uh, tell Wild Shits to hit us up. We need to get them in stock. I'll call Wild for you I want to try it. <laughs> awesome. Hey, my hat. I'm wearing... Abe, I like everything. Yeah. So, have you uh, any any word that on them? Doing great, dude. Honestly, Love them. I like to call them an upgraded version of C4. Um, not to jock C4 or anything like that. C4 is obviously amazing, sell it. But ABE Ultimate Pre Workout, dude, we sell it like crazy. They have the taste profile on point. People like it as an everyday pre, and their drink is doing very well for us as well. Their drink in the Blue Lagoon yeah. is like ridiculous. So, Ben, that that's the one drink. Out of all, like, I mean, yeah, once in a while I'll have a bang, but honestly, that's the only drink I've ever drank where it wasn't crashing on me. The nootropic in there, the nootropic effect I got from that was the best I've had out of any drink, period. And that's bold because my adrenals are shot. Okay? <laughs> he can, so, I've, seen it, I've seen it. Like, this man. Yeah, Sammy's a, like, how much have you drank already? <laughs> dude, he, like, had a, he had a Celsius. Then he had a, a, a Just Work. And then we're at the conference. This is like, mind you, like one o'clock. He he opens up another just work, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, I'll try the new um, this new flavor, ABE." And he's popping an ABE. I'm like, "Oh, I had pre workout at five thirty in the morning." I'm like, "Dude, you're a thousand milligrams in, dog." Yeah. So Wait. yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those things, man. But I will say the Abe, that's the one drink, man, that actually had 200 megs of caffeine, and it had nootropic in there, and I was like. Man, what a good balance. It was smooth. And I got to say, like, that was the first time I actually recognized what an entropic does. Like, my brain felt like, I just felt good. Like, I felt like I was functioning. I remember calling Samuel. I'm like, dude, I was like, what is this stuff doing? He was explaining to me. It was like way over my head. But I'm like, <laughs> there's definitely a reason entropics freaking work if, they, if, they, if they're done right. I love that. I mean, it makes sense. Their can is one of the few cans that, like, there's a lot extra in there, you know? Um it's and, and they, but they, at the beginning of the day and the end of the day they taste amazing and that's what most people are going to care about with cans in the first place. Anyway. That's all they're going to care about because the ghost ghost tastes amazing. Uh, Alani's tastes amazing. That's that's all interesting. So I had we'll some see. contractors working in the backyard. I always give them a few energy drinks out of the uh, you know if I have people doing landscaping or like oh. heavy stuff that I can't do concrete and I gave these guys. Uh, an Abe energy drink. And they were so excited because he's like, dude, I've tried every energy drink at, at quick trip down the street. They don't have this. I'm like, yeah, this is a, this is new to America. And they loved it. So it's like a lot of people are just looking for like the new next exciting thing. And I think TJ has <laughs> got a good thing coming in over here. We're going to have yeah. a podcast pretty soon. So I'm excited. Yeah, he, about um, They're also coming in line. I think with their releasing their proteins, I think they did really good on those. And then I believe they're doing a non-stim pump formula, which that's another Big thing that we, we didn't cover those RTD pump formulas, fucking amazing. The bum one, oh, uh, yeah. big noise has one from Total War. Uh, I mean, from uh, Recom One. And dude, honestly, I love the bum, the bum pumps. Sometimes I just take that, 
it's freaking – I've seen those starting to come alive again. So it's going to be interesting to see what ABE comes out with. But, yeah, so, sure. yeah, we, yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be working on their, their pump product and everything. So that it, – it seems pretty exciting from what I've seen. But no no leaks, of course, here. The um, I was going to ask, though, so we had mentioned Bum Energy. This is a lower caffeine energy drink. I don't know if you carry lost and found, but that's like 150 milligrams of caffeine. So that's the lower caffeine. Have you seen this trend back to lower caffeine? Or it's like, it seems like people nah, are still the like 200, the, the game point, bro. At the end of the day, I see 200 being it's 200. Yeah. Gotcha. 200 is great. I mean, like the Celsius, the ABE, the Alani new, like that's what I see. Like cranking. Um, the 112 milligrams of caffeine. I mean, bum is holding strong. I like bum energy, man. I'm well, I think it's lie. the can. I think they, I think they just the the way they designed the can. I mean, coming out with that squatty can, I just, I think that's really that combined with the caffeine. I think that's really what did it for them. Yeah, it's a twelve ounce beer can. It's not as a uh, like you, I've knocked, I've knocked four of those in one day. Like it just curious that why that. Well, guys, let's be politically correct. We're talking two different animals here, too, right? So your people, like you know, if we revert back to pre's and these powders and other things that have lots of different substrates. People are going to try to get educated and understand what's in them. Drinks, nobody's paying attention to that. They just want to get something that they heard tastes good, looks sexy. And if it's got some caffeine in there, it could be 100 megs. It could be 200 megs. Some people are like, oh, I didn't realize that 300 megs. But if you give somebody, if you start getting too sciencey with it, people are going to pay attention to that. I truly believe that. Majority of people that are buying those kinds of things, they're not paying attention to the science behind it. Yeah. They also probably don't recognize that uh, Bum was really made low caffeine, not just for Chris, but also because it can go into Canada. Not a lot of people know that uh, in Canada, you have to be below a certain level for caffeine. Um, So that was a big thing for them. Uh, It's a good move. Yeah. Something I wanted to bring up, though, on the topic of caffeine is you guys also distribute muscle tech. Uh, You have Burn IQ and you have Euphoric, which are Parazanthine Infinity products. Um, Mm -hmm. They're the only companies that have them right now, at least in powders. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you seen a difference in distributing the paraxanthine versus caffeine? Have you gotten call-outs for that? Is that something that's interesting? Yeah. Sammy, have you moved a lot of that? Yeah, euphoric, I've moved it. Because one of my good friends, dude, um, amazing dude, uh, Blessings, Awudabu, I love Blessings. Like, I see him every day, every morning we post together. And I, when I knew he was coming to the brand, it just gives me the more initiative to push the brand too. So I mention it every time, paraxanthine. I, I talk about it. I say, I like it too. Sometimes I do take your fork. I like it. I like that feeling. It, it's a good feeling. It's also, you don't get crashy feeling from it. Do I see that being like the next and all be all? I don't think so. No. Um, I just think it's going to have a nice sub area for it, for consumers and stuff like that, but not going to be like the and all be all for sure. So Ben, on that question, that's a good one because with muscle tech, them being what, 25 years old? More, right? 25 and then probably more close to 30, I'd imagine, give or take. How hot that brand is, that, how hot that brand was for years. And as obviously all these new, awesome, latest and greatest brands are coming in and people are pushing certain things out. Now, Muscle Tech's actually trying to make a resurgence with more of these products. Products are never terrible. Products are always good. They're just a legend brand that a lot of people are like, ah, I just want to pull in more, more, more fresh things and new fresh ingredients. Now they got the rights to this. Now you're cutting out the middleman, which is caffeine, now it's paraxanthine. That's really cool to be able to educate the consumer about that. It is an education process, you know, letting them know what it's about. And then they have to take a leap of faith saying, hey, is muscle tech going to move in the store? Because I wasn't pushing a lot of it before. So let me ask you this, Ben and Mike. With that paraxanthine, so I'm always like, I had my 400 milligrams of caffeine limit for the day. 
But then I'm like, it's five o'clock. And I'm like, it's still not that late. What is that? What is the question is I always have in my head and I can't think it what 300 milligrams of paraxanthine. What is that? Is that still, is that considered I'm not taking any stimulants or is that still considered me taking stimulants? No, it's definitely a stimulant. Yeah. It's got a, it's got a shorter half-life. You're not getting the longer lasting metabolites. There's no th- uh, theophylline or theobromine. So, and those are the long half-lives. So in general, caffeine on average, and every, there's you know different types of metabolizers. You could be, you're probably fast. Most of us are usually fast metabolizers or regular. Um, if you're a slow metabolizer, you'd get wrecked by caffeine so badly that you probably wouldn't be a big fan of it. So with that said, um, most of us, caffeine's about a four-hour half-life. For me, my caffeine cutoff is 4 p.m. And I, I notice worse sleep if I, if I push it too close to that. With, with paraxanthine, it seems to be about a three-hour half-life, which might not be good for the people who want to get whacked. But at the same time, um, I use it to, in those, in those circumstances, I could use it a touch later, and it's, a, it's, not, as, it's not as strong. And so it, it's good for, yeah, when you want to have, like, the, the word is right, euphoric. If you, you want to not have the downsides of the caffeine, um, sometimes you want the harebrained feeling from caffeine. Sometimes you just want a little bit of energy. So at, I just if, want a little cake. Yeah, so in the evening, if, if so my some base cases for using a paraxanthine or if you're trying to lower off of caffeine or get away from caffeine, it's a good middleman to, like, phase down, temper down. You can kind of, like, use it as part of your cycling off if you're, like, really addicted. Um, but also, yeah, a little bit later in the evening without as much residual staying awake, for sure. Like if you were going to say, Mike, I need some energy. I know caffeine's going to keep me up all night. I would say go get euphoric right away. So, um, but yeah, so it, it, it does. But this requires the education because a lot of the, the customers want 400 milligrams caffeine and hydrous, a little bit extra caffeine citrate, like smack them really fast. This is a little bit different. It's not going to it's not going to crush like that. But it's it definitely has its place. So people need to kind of like learn that, and we try to help educate, like, so that the store owners can watch and then learn. Okay, there's a certain person who definitely does want euphoric, and they're gonna and it's feel good, and you're not gonna have as many complaints in general. Some people just might need to go a bit bigger of a scoop. What I, what I think about? Did I answer your question? Yeah, I answered my question actually. Maybe I'll wait. The way that I look at it, and I try to explain for anyone who's watching this too, is. If you take 300 milligrams of caffeine, you're then getting three metabolites from that, the theophylline, the theobromine, and the paraxanthine. So you're never going to get like a higher dosage of those metabolites than the original like thing that you're giving yourself. So it's, I, I don't know what the conversion is. You actually asked about the conversion. Mike, do you remember how much caffeine leads to how much paraxanthine? It was like 90%. Ooh, it's, that's, I, I could look it's it a large amount, but you're never going to get as much. So it, you know, 300 milligrams of paraxanthine is, you know, uh, roughly, you know, whatever, 350 caffeine or something with slightly more. But the nice thing is that paraxanthine is where all the positive benefits come from with caffeine. I would argue that theobromine has some good benefits, but theophylline definitely is like where the heart rate and the blood pressure all come from. So when you remove those others, you're getting like a more pure part of caffeine. You're just getting the good parts of the caffeine without the quote unquote bad parts. So, you know, you're going to get less of that overall robust effect from caffeine. Some people consider that to be a little bit dirtier. Um, clearly, I have about three energy drinks on my table right now. I don't find it to be all that dirty. Some people really like that kind of more robust effect. But I think that paraxanthine feels very clean. You know, if I'm looking for like a light kick, it's definitely a good pick for me. I just like it once in a blue moon. Like even like 
if it's if it's a late day, bro, and I'm having POs out the ass, I'm talking it's a 50 grand PO day. I'm going to be honest, I'm already 375 in. I'm going to have a scoop of euphoric. I'm going to make it in a water bottle. I'm going to sip it. I might not drink the whole thing, but I need a little bit of like a a thing to go in it. But I feel guilty because I'm like, damn. But I sleep still. But at the same time, like, ooh, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's exactly what I would do. I think you, you've kind of figured it out just with, <laughs> with your, your use. Um, yeah, there's certain times you're like, dude, I just don't want caffeine, you know, but I need something. That's euphoric time. Uh, the, the percentage caffeine, 84% paraxanthine, 12% theobromine, 4% theophylline. So um, it is mostly it is mostly paraxanthine in the first place. Paraxanthine does a heavy lifting. Um, but yeah, 84%. But in generally, I, I agree with Ben, 300 milligrams of, of caffeine, you would to make the equivalent. You're going to have to go to 350 or so of paraxanthine or so, like or 300 milligrams of, of uh, paraxanthine will feel kind of like 230 to 250 milligrams of caffeine, which for a lot of people won't be enough. For a lot of people, it's perfect. Cool. Kind of cool to talk about that. Um, wow. I think we got, got a lot of stuff. We're, we're at four o'clock yeah, central was, time right I was now. actually surprised we lasted this long. This is fun. I, I said Ben and Metz, we, we chat on signal on the side. I'm like, dude, this is fun. <laughs> so I think you're, I said that earlier. Like I said to Mike, like you guys, I mean, I, not to like pump us up, but I know like a lot of sales reps watch the content. Like I know they watch the podcast. I know they watch the videos. And it's there's, it's got to be frustrating to like, see the stuff hear the stuff but not be able to like, have an open communication about like oh, i wanted to fucking say something so bad <laughs> <laughs> like, i love i love my boss don't get me wrong but i was like why 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 and then you guys like and then it came i'm like fuck yeah i want on what's the time <laughs> yeah like, you know i want to speak i want to talk yeah i mean I heard from other distributors after that podcast too. I mean, like, I, like everyone wants to communicate. That's, just, that's what's cool about the platform, you know, is that we can do this. So I, I was like, we got to get like the sales reps on, and by all means, get all their distributors on there. We want to. I want to hear what they got going on there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, huh? I know some brands and some, you know, obviously HR doesn't always want their employees going on podcasts and talking about stuff publicly, but like it's such a fun community. It's something that we all like, we all enjoy fitness and health and training and supplementation and nutrition. Like it's a fun time to talk about this stuff. And you guys obviously see all of it from your lens. So this has been really fun. Well, yeah. And like you said, I mean, Jordan's been doing it. You said what, 25 years I've been doing distribution for 10 years. Sammy's been doing it for, you know, five years or so like, yeah, I mean like, or, or longer. So it's like, yeah, it's just, all having kind of been in it, we've seen kind of like the transitions of all this different stuff. So it's, it's fun to talk about. I mean, we've been in it and it's just, yeah, we're, we're kind you know, of in remember, it for the I long haul. I started doing this when I was using an abacus to count, to do my math for my customers. Uh, now I can use a calculator. See, we're getting, we're getting, we're, we're, we're moving up in the world. We're progressing. Right? Hey, it's still old school where he writes all his numbers. On I write all my orders down, man. I wrote all my stuff down. That's yeah, awesome. I love, I love, I love to keep tabs. I just, I've just, I've been a creature of habit. I got trained by some really good guys back in the day at the other distributorship, and something like, that works for me. But I mean, no, I mean, like, Sammy, is there an easier way to look up these orders? Like, I, I can't look them up single one by one. one. By one. <laughs> How do you single out a day? I had a show. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm flying. I mean, you know, technology is a beautiful thing. Sometimes it's terrible, but sometimes it's great. So it's amazing, man. And honestly, like, the guys we work with at Sport Life, man, I got to thank you guys. Like, it's, it's amazing. Like, we have good guys we work with, man. They're just a cool crew. You know, it's it's some, it's it's some I'm the it's an age gap. We got Jeff and me at 29. Dylan, how old are you? You're not I'm too 30. young. You're not I'm too 30. old. 
I'm 30. Was 30. You're still young. And then there, that age gap jumps 12 years. Yeah. Now Chad, at, what, Chad is 45. Jordan, Chad's 45, 46, and 44. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it jumps, and then it goes even to Garrett at 50. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. You know, and they give us, you know, we pick and choose, like, wanting advice and stuff like that because, like, it's cool to see what goes on in the old industry, like back in the day, heydays of Europa, Lone Star, stuff like that, to hear what happened and to understand how much the industry is evolving, you know? Yeah. Some of my favorite conversations are at the bar at the Arnold talking to guys about stuff that used to happen, you know? It's uh... – Yes, yeah, that that bar is not as packed as it used to be, which makes me sad. No, I joked that I wanted to do this kind of podcast with people like yourself at that bar. I think you'd be way too loud, but I think this, like this conversation to me, I wanted it to be like that conversation at the Arnold, like those things that go unrecorded, but those conversations and story sharing and just discussion that I know you guys have had in the industry where you just sit back and talk about what you see. Like we have these conversations all the time and I'm like, man, like I know consumers that would want to listen to this. I know uh, retailers that would want to listen to this. I know contract manufacturers that want to listen to this. It's so valuable just to kind of sit and talk about the current state. So thank you guys for joining us. Next time there's a, a new batch of trends and stuff. We'll have to do this again. This is too much fun. So thanks again.